I want to read a poem written by Kathleen O'Mara, written in 1869, called And People Stayed Home. And people stayed home, and read books, and listened, and rested, and exercised, and made art, and played, and learned new ways of being, and stopped, and listened deeper. Someone meditated. Someone prayed. Someone danced. Someone met their shadow and people began to think differently. And people healed. And in the absence of people who lived in ignorant ways, dangerous, meaningless, and heartless, even the earth began to heal. And when the danger ended and people found each other, grieved for the dead people, and they made new choices, and they dreamed of new visions and created new ways of life and healed the earth completely just as they were healed themselves. Hey everybody, welcome to Technically Spiritual. My name is Prerna. Thanks for spending some time with me today. I've been planning this podcast for a while now. It is definitely a really interesting time to launch in the midst of a global pandemic. I wanted to still launch during this time because I do think that what we have to say here at Technically Spiritual is really relevant just understanding how to be spiritual beings in a digital age and contemplation, self-inquiry, it's all actually at the forefront right now. So I wanted to talk a little bit about our current situation, the coronavirus and this global pandemic and sort of what it means for us right now as a species. How do we navigate some of these challenges in our communities in our mental space how do we stay in control of the things that we can control and how do we live with the things that we can't right particularly when it comes to boundaries and media consumption and all of that kind of stuff so of course not every episode is going to be about this I think it's important to talk about it I also think it's important to not talk about it but just for the sake of right now I just wanted to you know speak to the moment because I want to offer some peace I want to offer some healing some positive vibrations as you know or may not know I am a meditation teacher and when and I'm in New York City and when everything started shutting down it was really um, fear-inducing for a lot of people. It it was a little concerning. I'm not going to be able to go to studios or clients or teach uh, corporate spaces and all these types of things. And 
I was forced to take my entire teaching practice online. So digital meditation classes have just been like the new normal. And I'm finding it pretty amazing that so many different types of people can come together in this virtual space and and meditate together and raise the vibrations together, even if we're all in our separate spaces, quarantining and staying home to stop the spread and, and all of that kind of stuff. So that's been one thing that's been really magical to me about technology. And, and I just feel really grateful to be able to still spread positivity and peace during this time, because I think it's actually the most important thing. I encourage you to take care of your mental space as much as possible. I want to talk about this time that we're in right now. We're in a global pandemic. We're in a time where many, many individuals in the entire globe are suffering tremendously on different levels. Some people are physically ill. Most people are emotionally disturbed in some way. It's hitting a lot of people financially. It is a time for deep, deep reflection. It is like the earth is taking a huge pause, is forcing all of us to stop, to listen, to cultivate compassion. All of the realities before this are now coming into question. We're questioning the systems, our education system, our healthcare system, our financial system, and so many others that are supposedly the foundation on which we function as a society. All of this is coming into question. All of this is being thrown in the spotlight for us to observe in its truest form. We're also being forced to reflect on our own selves. Is my work meaningful? Who am I? Who do I want to be? How do I show up for my friends? How do I show up for my family? How do I contribute to my community? Do I feel connected to the community at large? All of these things are coming up. This deep reflection both internally and externally, as individuals and as a society at large. And then we're forced to think about some of the bigger questions. What have we done as a species on this planet? Are the systems under which we are operating still relevant? We have grown so much because of technology And some of the systems haven't caught up. Some things just aren't working anymore, right? So we have an opportunity here to just stop, take it all in, and see what we can do to create a better world internally and externally. So taking these moments to reflect on who we are, 
What kinds of habits do we want to have? How do we want to spend our time? Who do we want to spend time with? What's valuable and meaningful to us? What has sustained the human species is the ability to think deeply and creatively, paired with the ability to inspire collective action and work together. So right now, as a group of humans, we are being called to join forces and come up with a plan so that our future can be better, so that our planet can be better, so that the next generation has a home, has a stable foundation, has leadership, has health, has mindfulness. Spiritually, suffering has always been part of life, whether it's individual suffering or collective suffering. Suffering gives us the opportunity to grow, to become resilient, to see things differently. Suffering actually awakens us. So we can use this moment as actually a collective experience of awakening. We are all being faced with our own mortality. In spiritual practice, this is extremely important. When you remember that you're going to die, you remember how to live. When we forget this fact of our imminent death, we can often take for granted the beauty in life and we tend to walk around asleep. So we can think of this as a collective waking up. For those of us who are not ill or working on the front lines, we can support the ones who are and we can embrace this collective sabbatical We can embrace this time to rest. It's only through deep rest where we can actually let the body and the mind heal. In times of rest, we're able to make creative breakthroughs, discoveries. So I know that there's a lot out there that says, use this time and be super productive and write a book and do all the projects. And if that is helpful for you, I encourage that. I also encourage us to be easy, to be with our emotions, to let this time sort of move through us and take time to rest and be soft and be at ease, nourish ourselves, feed ourselves, sleep, meditate, pray, heal. We're going to have waves of emotions. And the easy way out sometimes feels like jumping into the internet. It feels like I need to consume myself with the news and social media so that I can be informed and I can feel like I am part of this. But we are part of it. We are feeling it wherever we are, just in our bodies, collectively, the vibrations in the earth right now. So I know that there's a lot of this idea of FOMO, like if I don't have the news on 24-7 or if I'm not connected online, 
I'm going to miss something. The chances are we probably won't miss anything if we take breaks. I'll say this a lot in the podcast that it's really about using technology mindfully, not mindlessly, that can support our intentions and generate positivity in our lives. Now is a really easy time to get sucked into the internet, to get sucked into the news and just be taken for a spin. I have had many days where I've woken up thinking, okay, I'm going to do some work for this podcast. And I go online or I watch the news and, and that's kind of it. My whole day gets sucked into that because it is tapping into these fearful emotions that we're all experiencing so deeply right now. The phone and social media, particularly the media, news, etc., they have a really unique way of tapping into these paleolithic emotions and making us highly, highly, highly addicted. Just from the way that they function, from the language that they use, we get sucked in. And if we don't intentionally go on or know what we're going on for or turning on the TV for, and we don't set time limits, we're done. Not because we're bad, but mostly because of how these things are created paired with this highly emotional time that we're in right now. So here's really where our mindfulness practice comes into play. And a strategy that I've been using is taking daily walks, keeping social distance, without any device for 30 minutes to one hour, just leaving it at home and going for a walk and walking mindfully. So just paying attention to my feet on the floor, paying attention to my surroundings, paying attention to my breath, leaving the phone behind, leaving the news behind. Another practice, only turning on the news for a maximum of one hour a day. So when I've had it on all day, it tends to be the same stuff over and over. Yes, unfortunately, numbers keep increasing and there are some changes, but every important speech that is said, every announcement that's made gets repeated later. By taking one hour off or a few hours off, you're not really going to miss anything, although it can feel like that. But just know that these devices are created to make us feel that way. In the midst of all this, it's really, really important to be deliberate about where you place your attention. And in this time where we really need to nourish ourselves and care for ourselves, this is extremely important. Because if we spend the whole day attending to the external, we're missing the opportunity to reflect. We're missing the opportunity to experience our own emotions. And even though we might not want to experience our emotions right now, that's the opportunity. That's the moment of mindfulness. That's the moment where we can grow. Our bodies are craving for our minds to just sync up and connect. Even though running away from the emotions, staying in a state of distraction, 
soothing ourselves with things that are not good for us might seem like the more pleasant option right now, we are being called to wake up. There are so many ways of handling emotions in a positive way. And I'm not talking about toxic positivity. I'm not talking about, oh, just put a positive spin on anything. That's, that's not helpful. But just being able to sit in the mud, just being able to cry and to feel the suffering of others and to feel the suffering of our own selves, that is the opportunity for growth an amazing way that humans throughout time have managed intense emotions is through art. There's a way to express yourself in some sort of art form, whether it's through painting, singing, moving the body, writing, reading, experiencing art through other artists that might understand the experience there are so many artists right now that are offering art in various ways virtually a musician that i really love a lot james blake just did a whole concert on instagram live and it was amazing and it's on youtube now so everybody should watch that there are a number of ways to experience art participate in virtual writing groups, sing together, make videos, dance together. If we use the digital space, if we use social media and technology in a mindful way to promote peace, to promote art, to promote this individual and collective healing, it can, it can really serve us right now. We have an opportunity here to engage in collective healing. We have a responsibility to look inside ourselves, the systems, and wake up and make new choices. Let ourselves rest, let ourselves heal. For those of us who do practice meditation, this time that we're living in is really the off the mat meditation or off the cushion meditation right this is what we practice for we meditate and we observe our emotions without having a reaction to them we sit with all of the emotions and and cultivate a sense of equanimity and calm despite the ups and downs we learn to trust our inner voice and be reminded of the one inside who knows and who can guide us if we're quiet enough to listen. We learn how to see a thought, but realize that we are not that thought, but we are the observer of it. We learn how to breathe and be in the moment, pleasant or unpleasant. We learn how to exist in the now and what truly living is about. We exist in real life, not in virtual realities in our minds. We cultivate compassion. 
we begin to see ourselves as a drop in a very large, vast, connected ocean. We learn that we're all interconnected, that we can impact and inspire others simply through open-heartedness and love. So here's the time to apply the lessons from a meditation practice to our real-life experience right now. And if you don't meditate, I would recommend starting a practice now. It's a really good time to start. It's always a good time to start, but really right now is... It's really important to engage in some sort of inner reflection. Meditation just provides so many tools that can help us navigate this uncertain time. My meditation practice has helped me practice everything else in life more mindfully, particularly my use of technology. So I'll leave you with this. For those of us who are suffering, I send you deep love, peace for the ones that are sick and the ones that might be helping people who are sick. I'm sending you all the blessings and healing vibes possible for those who are on the front lines, the doctors, the nurses, the people who work in the grocery store, people that are helping get kids and adults food and you know who you are. I thank you. We all thank you. And for those of us who are simply staying at home and just riding it out, waiting, I encourage you to take control of your own time and attention. Whether that's lying down for many hours and just embracing this moment of reflection, of tapping into your internal experience, whether it's putting yourself out there in some way that can be a positive light for others, Take care of yourself. Nourish yourself. Be really mindful when it comes to your use of technology and social media right now. Try not to let your whole day be just consumed. Try not to give your mind away. When you go on, be mindful about why you're going on. What is the intention? Maybe check in with yourself and see... Is there some sort of emotional need that I need to fill right now, which is why I'm reaching for the phone or which is why I'm endlessly scrolling? Is there another way that I can serve that need? Is there another way that I can nourish myself? And if the answer is no, it has to be social media or it has to be news right now, then just put a time limit on it. Don't let yourself spend hours and hours and hours Take control. Do what's best for you. Again, being online is not all bad. I encourage you to get on Zoom calls with friends and hang out and have virtual game nights and send each other videos and and do all the things. I'm doing that too. That's how we stay connected and how we stay sane during all of this. Technology has been such a blessing again for me to connect with my friends to connect with my family to be able to connect with students and teach even to just do and share this podcast so I'm definitely not bashing it at all I'm just encouraging you to be mindful about how you spend your time I'm encouraging you to be deliberate about where you're putting your attention if you are planning 
a meetup with friends or you want to engage in a virtual concert, please do that. Do the things that are going to bring you joy and happiness. Do the things that are going to make you feel safe and calm and connected. If you're interested in participating in collective meditation, I'm hosting a number of online sessions through Zoom. So visit technicallyspiritual.com and click on the offering section and you'll be able to sign up for the classes. As of right now, I'm offering these classes on a donation basis. So if you are able to donate, I would really appreciate it. If you can't, and that's totally fine, don't worry about it. I want to provide space for healing for all beings right now, no matter what your position is. So if you're interested in that, visit technicallyspiritual.com and you can find out more. Thank you again for taking the time to listen and just be here with this. I, I really appreciate you supporting me in this journey and I will talk to you next week. Thank you so much. Thank you.